What's up, Whisper Nation, and welcome into the part one, the Thursday night football preview show. Right here. We're going to go through this Thursday night matchup here. I am your host, Big Trav. You can find me on Twitter at Big TFW. And as always, I'm joined for these Thursday night matchups with my boy, Johnny GameTime Hicks. You can find on Twitter at Johnny underscore GameTime. Johnny, what's going on, man? Dude, what's going on, man? Week 10 is here. Week 10 Thursday night football. And listen, I know what it looks like on on the title card. I know what it looks like on the Thursday night football. It's like, ah, I don't know if this is necessarily going to be the greatest football game that we've ever seen in our lives. And the answer is it's probably not going to be. But I'm going to get you pumped pumped up for this, Travis, because I think that low-key, there are a lot of fantasy points to be had in this game. Yeah, the Freudian slip there. You're going to get us humped. You're going to get us pumped. We're going to get it done, dude. This is the Thursday it's night It's a humpty matchup. dance to uh, your dance to do the hump. <laughs> no? Uh, so Tennessee hosting the Colts here. Uh, you know me, Whisper Nation. I got to move it along once Johnny starts singing or else we'll be here all day. Uh, this is a 49 and a half point over under. You got Tennessee favored by only two. This is a great divisional showdown. I'm actually kind of geeked for this game. I think it's going to be a good game. There might be some um, other things going on here where there's some turnovers and other things, but I think it's going to be exciting. 49 point over under, so that's not bad. Johnny, when we look at the Colts side of the ball, we've got a carousel at running back that is just driving people insane. I tweeted out a couple weeks ago that the mind-boggling usage of Jonathan Taylor really incites a rage inside of me that is not healthy. Um, So if there's any other Jonathan Taylor truthers out there, do you have any words of advice, words of wisdom for us as we try to work through this process? Call me crazy, but I'm playing them this week, and I think you can play them with confidence. Uh, I know the, uh, I know what it looks like on the surface. I know what it looks like in the box score, but I'm going to tell you a couple positives and why you should be feeling confident in starting Jonathan Taylor this week. Now, with that being said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Jonathan Taylor is the, you know, going to be the overall running back number one this week. Temper your expectations. But what I'll tell you, you know, there are some some concerns, right? Jonathan Taylor was this touted running back coming out of college. We all loved him. We saw what we saw on tape and and what he did with the production in college and going behind one of the best offensive lines in football. And through nine weeks, this is where we're at. 28th in yards after contact with only 151. That's not a lot. 2.5 yards before contact. That's pretty That's pretty good for a running back. Um, but yet, look at this, Travis. Only two broken tackles all year. He's only seeing 31% of a snap share. So... I understand what you're also thinking. Maybe why would I want to start this guy if you're only telling me he's going to get see 31% of snaps? Well, the key snaps is what he get, what he sees the money snaps, and that's the goal line work. Over the last few weeks, he is or, or sorry, if you look at week nine, he he saw the only three running back red zone uh, carries for the Colts. They have extreme confidence in him around the goal line. Uh, so I th- I feel confident that the Jonathan Taylor will get in the end zone in this game because Tennessee is giving up the ninth most fantasy points to opposing running backs with 22.2 fantasy points per game on average. But here's what I really like, Travis, and this is why I feel more confident in him. 
Tennessee gives up the sixth most amount of explosive plays to running backs. Well, if you look at the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor is the most explosive running back they've got. And so I, I fully expect Jonathan Taylor to have one of these games that we've kind of been looking for. Uh, we know he's been banged up, but uh, Frank Wright came out again today and said, hey, we have full confidence in Jonathan Taylor, even though it's not necessarily looking like it on paper as far as uh, him getting it going. But they're going to continue to try to do it because they know the talent. But on the other side, Travis, what about? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, what about Jordan Wilkins? Because he's had he's, you know, gotten the carries. When Jonathan Taylor's either fumbled or cooled down in these games, they've turned to Jordan Wilkins. I do think that Jordan Wilkins can be a RB3 flex option for you if you need uh, bye week fill-ins. You know, there are a lot of teams or four teams on bye. Three of those teams have running backs that are uh, RB2 or better. So we know that they're in your starting lineup every week. And I do think you could do a lot worse than getting Jordan Wilkins in there. Like I said, the same parameters that I just stated for Jonathan Taylor are there for Jordan Wilkins minus the touchdown. So, but but the thing is, is Jordan Wilkins can break one of those longer ones. He's not the you know most exciting running back, but he can get it done. He's a plotter. So they're going to give him ten to twelve touches, and you know behind a good offensive line, I could see him getting into the end zone potentially on on a long shot. But he's going to get you at least a solid you know eight fantasy points. Naheem Hines, though. Naheem, look, yeah, I was going to say, what about when we look at Naheem Hines because he's had games where he's popped off and then disappeared completely. You know, two weeks ago, two touchdowns, similar to that week one with two touchdowns. Then he just disappeared the next week. Yeah, he's on average seeing about, you know, anywhere from five to eight total touches per week. So I don't feel confident in in starting Naheem Hines. We do know he does have that explosive playmaking ability. But if you're telling me that I, I, you know, I've only got potentially eight chances uh, for uh, my running back to try to do something, I would I would look elsewhere. I'd much rather go with Jordan Wilkins or Jonathan Taylor in this matchup. Anything in the pass catching, you know, room here? We've got these wide receivers and, and T.Y. Hilton. Don't know if he's going to be back. Zach Pascal just kind of not being uh, relevant enough. Philip Rivers not really getting into any of these guys. I think the only one we're looking at maybe is a combination of Trey Burton or, or Mo Ali Cox this week, Johnny. Yeah, it's wild because you look at the matchup and it's like, oh my goodness, look at this. Tennessee giving up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So you're like, I want to start one of those wide receivers. And then you look at it and it's just a big mess. It's a big headache. And to be honest with you, uh, I I can tell you it won't be Zach Pascal. Well, now it probably will be Zach Pascal. Uh, but, you know, he's he's supposed to be lined up against Desmond King, who is actually one of the league's best corners, according, according to Pro Football Focus. So I have a lot of confidence that it won't be Zach Pascal. Um, I would bet if I had to go with a wide receiver here that it's either going to be Marcus Johnson or Michael Pittman. Um, according to Pro Football Focus, Michael Pittman has actually the best matchup here against Malcolm Butler, who's giving up approximately 0.27 fantasy points per route ran. So I would probably lean that direction if you ultimately had to play a guy from this wide receiver group. But I think you absolutely nailed the the nail on the head, Travis, in saying that you're going to go with the tight end position here. 
And I'm actually feeling confident in both Trey Burton and Mo Cox. I think that you can start both of them, and I think that both of them will be good fantasy options, a good streamer for you this week. Uh, you've got Trey Burton running 52% of the routes ran on, in week nine, uh, and then Mo Cox, he's running, he ran 41% of, uh, of the routes ran in week nine. You had Jack Doyle go out with a concussion. It's not looking like he's going to be able to give it a go. Do monitor Moali Cox. He was limited in practice uh, on Tuesday. Uh, he did not practice on Monday, but they were just walkthroughs. So tomorrow uh, or Wednesday will be a big indication. I do expect him to go. If he doesn't, Trey Burton is an absolute smash. He would be a top five play for me at the tight end position uh, because you know Tennessee gives up the 12th most fantasy uh, points to opposing tight ends. And I want to leave it with this note, Travis. Philip Rivers has only thrown one touchdown this whole season to a, a wide receiver, and that was Zach Pascal, who will be locked up with Desmond uh, King, like I, I had said earlier. So it gives me even more confidence that it's going to be the two tight ends that are going to uh, get the majority of the catches here. Yeah, and it's another reason why we're not really looking at Philip Rivers, even in a nice, what looked like a streamable matchup. The guy just... Every time he throws down the field, it looks like he has to take a 10-step windup just yeah. to get it. And it's a shock, yards but, down and the it's field. a shock, it's not, but. Yeah, exactly. On the other side of the ball, we have the Tennessee Titans, and we kind of know what we're getting with them each and every week. Uh, walk us through Tannehill and your confidence there, and, and then kind of the rest of the pieces here. Some of you might not be too happy with me on this show, um, but I, <laughs> I know that uh, – I would not start Tannehill this week. I know that he's been somewhat of a uh, fantasy darling. We've said, you know, pretty crazy and awesome stats comparing him to Pat Mahomes over the last year. Uh, And he's got explosive playmakers that I actually don't mind playing in this game. Um, And so you might be thinking to yourself, well, if you like all the playmakers, wouldn't you like the quarterback then? And I... I would disagree with that, and here's why. Um, Ryan Tannehill has scored less than 22 fantasy points in five out of the last seven weeks, Travis. And um, to pair with that, because I don't like just saying, oh, well, this guy's been good in the past, because that isn't a true uh, indication. But I'll pair it with, because I think this is just enough to seal the case, Indianapolis has only given up over over 19 fantasy points to the uh, to the quarterback position one time this year. Do you want to take a guess at what week that was and who it was? Uh, was it last week to Lamar? It was not. That would that would be what I thought. It you know that was the first one. I was like, oh, it's got to be Lamar. No, Lamar actually only scored uh, under was, nineteen. Uh... Gardner Minshew. It was Gardner Minshew week one. He put up 26 fantasy points. So that was the most that any quarterback has ever put up. And it was Gardner Minshew week one. So uh, I do not feel confident at all in starting Tannehill in this matchup. Uh, I would put him on the bench. Uh, Tough matchup for Derrick Henry, but there's no way you're putting the big dog on the bench. Absolutely not. Uh, Indy, yes, I understand. Sixth best run defense against the run. Uh, they actually give up the number one fewest points uh, to opposing running backs. But listen, it's Derrick Henry. Uh, and I'll also note, too, Indy gives up uh, one of the fewest explosive plays to the running back position, which Derrick Henry is kind of known for. 
But once again, it's Derrick Henry. You're going to start your studs, uh, especially at the running back position. A lot, a lot of people don't have the luxury to say, I'm going to sit a beast running back in a bad matchup. Don't don't get cute here. I'm starting Derrick Henry. Let's talk about some of those weapons that you mentioned above for, for Tannehill to throw to. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, some of these guys that are there, Adam Humphreys maybe getting back into the lineup here. And then, of course, the tight ends. How are you feeling about the pass catcher's outlook? Because this is a very vaunted Colts defense. Yeah, so I actually don't mind starting A.J. Brown in this matchup. I think he proved last week that you can still trust him in tough matchups. He's one of those wide receivers that – him and Tannehill have a connection, and they'll make it work. And like we said, this game is going to be a close game. Uh, is a 49-point over-under, so there will be points scored. And, you know, sure, I do expect Derrick Henry to probably get, like, goal-line carries, but I wouldn't be surprised if A.J. Brown was the guy who scored the touchdown here. He's seeing 24% target market share. He's second on the team in air yards, so they like, uh, you know, Tannehill likes going to him deep, and so those are the big money ones that you like. Although I will say, with this matchup, this is like a, a I'm, why I'm so excited about it, just a geek out a little bit this is literally a matchup of like both strengths uh of the defense and the offenses are matching up and what i say is like Tannehill and and this uh offenses are known for these big plays but actually indianapolis gives up one of the least amount of big plays so it'll be fun to see how this works but based on that knowledge right i would start uh, I actually think Corey Davis is, is a decent start. He's a wide receiver three this week, but he's seeing 25% market share. I understand he had a dud last week, and if he's on your waiver wire, I would actually go and pick him up um, because he's going to be seeing you know eight to ten targets, and I'll sign up for that any day of the week. He's third on the team in air yards, um, so I, I do think that he'll get he'll be a yardage guy. Uh, maybe not massive touchdowns this year, but it's hard to find when there are four teams on a bye. And so what about the tight ends, Johnny? We've got Jonu Smith. We've seen him kind of dip with the emergence of Corey Davis over the last couple of weeks as well. Are you confident in Jonu Smith? This is a really tough matchup. We get questions about Jonu Smith a lot over the last few weeks. What What is your temperature like on Jonu Smith? Yeah, and he gives up the least amount of points to the tight end position, so it's a little bit scary. He's been on a cold streak. What's really odd, Travis, what's really odd is that you've got Ferkshire, uh, the other tight end, who he's seeing 49% of snaps, and he saw six targets in in Week Nine's game, where Joni Smith comes back is it's his second game back, and he sees 95% of snaps with only two targets, Travis. And where I think it, what's happening is you're getting, um, you have Humphreys who's also emerging in the wide receiver out of the flex. He's seeing 16% market share, which is a little high, uh, you would think, you know. So I do think uh, with the tough matchup, I would actually bench Jonu uh, this week if I could. Uh, I need to see those targets go back. I think he's still dealing with some kind of injury, and that's why they're not wanting to target him heavily, and that's why Ferkshire is, is seeing those targets. But I think once he's fully healthy, we can start to see actually where Ryan Tannehill might actually be able to somewhat produce you know, an, an A.J. Brown, a Corey Davis, and uh, a Jonu Smith with the landscape of tight end being so uh, you know, bare desert as it is. I, I think that Jonu Smith could once again become a starter, but temper your expectations this week if you have to start him. 
I like the breakdown there, and that's the breakdown for us on this Thursday night matchup. We think it'll be a good one. We think there's going to be ways for you to attack your lineup. So make sure you ask us any questions by following us on all social media platforms by looking for the Fantasy Whispers. We have all of our links in the description below. And make sure you liked and subscribed to the channel today so you can catch all the content we're putting out each and every day. For Johnny Game Time Hicks, I'm Big Travi, and we are the Fantasy Whispers, and we're out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.